I am delighted to be joined by former Peterborough United, uh, we'll, we'll call him a winger, although he ended up playing as, as right back, um, Adam Newton. Um, Adam, first and foremost, you staying safe? Trying to, as best, uh, best I can. My hands are clean, first and foremost. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah, everyone's, uh, everyone's good and well. The family's okay. Um, just trying to do our bit, you know? Um, I want to talk to you about your, your career at Peterborough United because I think most people seem to forget that you played a, a lot of football. You played, two, I think it was 249 games for the football club, all told, over six seasons. Um, a very, very long time. Can you remember signing for Peterborough? Because obviously you'd had loan spells away from West Ham. I think there was offers to go elsewhere. Why did you end up choosing uh, to sign for Peterborough? Cut a long story short. Um, I, I, I 100% remember, or remember why. Um, it was the season after um, Peterborough had that FA Cup game against um, Newcastle. And uh, obviously seeing the, the gaffer there, Barry running along the touchline, um, was always something that stuck in my memory. Um, you know, just he seemed very passionate. And uh, yeah, I, I, I was met with the same energy and passion when I met him face to face. And um, yeah, I was just eager to to get going, get started um, as a young boy, um, get my career up and up and running. But also um, two former um, teammates uh, at West Ham, Jimmy Bullard and Tom Williams, had uh, had been there previously. So if it was all right for them, I thought I'll give it a go myself. Yeah, and, and, you, and you settled into life quite quickly and, and, and it wasn't so much as you were on the bench for 10, 15 games. You, you pretty much went straight in and, and, and showed what everybody what you can do. How did you enjoy those uh, early moments? Yeah, I just think, um, you know, obviously, um, Barry being Barry, just everyone knows his character. If he's going to like you, I think he's just going to throw you in the deep end. And uh, so, yeah, so I had to, had to learn fast coming out of reserve team football. Like you say, said a little bit before, I had um, a couple of uh, loan spells um, previously, which I think helped definitely, um, knowing what um, proper men's first team football was all about. Um, so yeah, I'm just more excited just to get 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 going, get started, and uh, try and you know get my get my career going, get myself going, and do my best for the for my teammates. Yeah, as you say, it was um, I suppose as a winger, particularly when you joined as a winger, Barry would have just said, "Get the ball, get past the fullback, get the cross in." Was that pretty much his instruction? Yeah, it's pretty much so. So obviously, um, being a young lad myself, knew my attributes. Um, knew what I can bring uh, to the team. That's why I was brought there for. Um, wasn't my goal scoring ability, obviously. <laughs> uh, and um, but yeah, no, just you know, do what I'm good at or what I was good at. Um, bring my bit to the team. Work hard. All the, all of those little things, and you know, hopefully it, it would have paid off. But you know, it's looking back, there were some good moments. There weren't so good moments, but. That's all part of the learning process um, as you become a, a first-team player. What, why do you think you didn't score as many goals? I think you scored nine in total um, in, in, obviously, 249 appearances. Why was goal scoring not your thing? You know what? I just... Um, I can only say that when I first started playing football as a winger, or stroke striker, and, uh, you know, you used to go through on goal and scoring when you're a kid is a lot easier. But then when... I became a schoolboy and apprentice um, at West Ham. A lot of my focus was to defend because I was playing the wing-back system a lot. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't in those 
particular chances regularly. Um, my, what I had to work on is my consistency with crossing, um, but also my um, consistency with defending. So um, I wasn't in the box, so to speak. The only time I was in the final third was maybe to deliver a pass or look for the strike or look for the option rather than fully focused. Yeah, and you want your strikers to be selfish. You want them to SOS, you know, shoot on sight and them to take the chance and responsibility. So I guess as I went through that developing period, you know, the goal scoring habits never really, really worked on it as much. Hmm. Did you actually prefer That's playing? That's my excuse. <laughs> Did you actually enjoy playing more as a, a wing back than a winger to a certain extent? Because I guess um, because you had that defensive side of the game, you were able to carry the ball quite quickly up and down. Yeah, I just um, I just wanted to play, Phil. You know, I just wanted to play. Um, like I say, I, as as I got older, I quickly knew my attributes and I enjoyed I enjoyed taking people on and going past people if I could do um, you know I wasn't the most trickiest player but I enjoyed using my speed I enjoyed supporting and I enjoyed the whole team element of it so I was quite happy to assist um, as well but you know like I say with with um, as well as you know forward thinking you've got a responsibility as well to be called upon back there so you know, it's cat and mouse. Um, got a dual responsibility. I just like I say, I just enjoy playing, doing my bit for the team when yeah. possible. Do you think that that period, um, obviously before um, before you left, obviously there was Barry's in charge a, a little while. There was a few others that came came and went around that sort of period of time. Do you think the team or the squad underachieved, or was it because um, there was such a revolving door of players coming in and out, made it hard to, to find a team spirit? Um. Yeah, because I think I think when Barry when Barry stepped stepped aside, I think if I try and remember, go through the names. I remember remember Chappie going through a little bit. Phil mm-hmm. Chapel, um, Bobby Gould came through. That was that was enjoyable, but that was that was more team spirit rather than I don't know maybe quality. Um, but we had a good, you know, he was a good coach. Obviously, Andy Leggy um, Leggy was doing a bit, and then I think Mark. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'm going to forget so many people here, but I remember Mark White and Bleo came through as well. That was a, an awkward period, uh, <laughs> say the least. Um, team spirit wasn't good. I've got to admit. Um, through that speak, period, speaking, uh, speaking to Danny Crow about the, that period in particular, because obviously Mark Wright left, Bleo took over. Um, I think the, the TV show obviously showed that there was quite a lot of cliques in the dressing room in terms of there was the older group, there was the younger group. Yeah. Was it very, very hard to find a place in that dressing room at that time? Right. If I, if I be very individual, um, obviously it's a team game, but yeah, you see both sides. I'm not, me as myself, I wasn't going to, you know, um, aside with the youngsters. I'm not going aside with the new guys. Mm. I just want to do my bit. And if I'm not going to, you know, I didn't want to be, yeah, yeah, I'm with you or yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Like, you, you know, hey, listen, lads, let's sort this out. If I can't do it, sort yourselves out. Yeah. Um, you know, because when, when the time's right to be called upon, um, you might be in the team, you've got to do your bit. You might be out of the team. Yeah, you're going to have, get a bit of a sulk on, but to be called upon, you don't want to let nobody down. So, yeah, okay, the youngsters, okay, cool. You've got a little bit of attitude, but you need a bit of that because you need some confidence. Mm. 
um, you've got to be able to stand up for yourself in a dressing room full of men. So again, that's how I looked at it then and I'll still look at it now. So I'm never going to slag them off, so to speak. But, you know, sometimes maybe the, the delivery of some of the senior players could have been a bit better because they probably weren't used to those type of youngsters like being a mixing with them, you know. But they were, you know, Sean Crowey, they were our, our, our assets, Pasty, you know, Sims as well. They were our, our assets, do you know what I mean? And they was never going to let the team, they wanted us to play for themselves just as, because we've, we've all been there, mm. you know. So, um, yeah, it's like I say, it was an interesting period. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think one of the things that is very evident from the programme is that some people wanted to be in front of the camera. Some people didn't want to be in front of the camera. You were probably in that latter camp in a sense that you were very much, I don't want to do any interview. I'm quite happy just well, playing my football. Exactly. Um, because obviously it wasn't a great period. It was very inconsistent. Um, but yeah, like you say, there was, there was a lot of, <laughs> there was a lot of going on. So yeah. Um, how they edited it. Um, you know, I, I didn't think it was that bad, you know. Um, a lot of, like, pros I speak to or family or friends and stuff, they think it was funny. Like, yeah, it looks funny, but being in that kind of dressing room, fellow pros will know, well, oh, what was it like, man? I was like, nah, because, you know, <clears throat> obviously when you get, like, senior senior pros like Arbs and Cardi uh, coming to blows, you, you can understand the frustration. Um, believe me, like, they weren't the only ones, you know. Mm. So uh, it just goes to show that it was a testing time for everyone. Mm. Um, I can't forget, I must um, acknowledge, uh, obviously, God bless uh, Mr. Alexander. Um, yeah, great, great man management, you know. Um, you know, obviously, we, we, I, I feel we went for a period of letting him down. We were not getting the right results because he looked after you. Mm. You know, if he, obviously, he was strong. If you weren't pulling, pulling your way, he'll let you know but he's someone you didn't really want to let down. Um, but, you know, that's football. It's a results business, wasn't it? So, um, and then, obviously, um, Dan Ferguson came through. Um, I've got, personally, I've got nothing um, bad to say about Mr. Ferguson. A um, lot of time for Darren. Because, um, personally, away from football, I went through a little difficult situation. And... Uh, to say that he understood and he helped me with a few little things, I really, really appreciate it. I'll never forget that. So, yeah. you know, and I'm glad that he's had, he's had and still has success with the club. Yeah. You mentioned Keith Alexander there. Obviously, another uh, person that was around that time was Richard Butcher, who obviously passed away as well. And someone that um, played, it, played in midfield. And, and, and those two people... I mean, as I said, I've worked at a football club since 2001. If you're going to class the nicest people you've worked with, they would probably yeah. be, both be in that category. They, they really love the game. Uh, you, again, Butch, um, I've, I've been through, I'm sorry, I've been through, I've been with a lot of sort of top, top players as a youngster, as fortunate. And uh, gradually when I found my sort of level, um, the likes of someone like Jimmy Bullard, um, obviously Leon Mack, uh, Boydie, Macca Smith, McLean, and then that you know can can push themselves above that level. Butch should have, could have, would have easily been there. Mm. Very fit, very strong, eye for a goal, and then you only want the best for him, like exactly like you say, because off the pitch, nicest guy ever, mm. nice, a really really good bloke, up for a laugh, um, 
you know, great teammate, great friend and stuff like that. And like, you know, I can understand and respect how much the, when I say the Lincoln boys, um, Futch, um, Sloppo, um, you know, Gainey, that, that how much they respected him and stuff like that. And, you know, he was a really, really nice guy. Really influential player, important, sorry, not influential, very, very important in any team. So, you know, God, uh, God bless his soul too. You mentioned Gainey there. Um, Gainey was um, very much a player that had a, a, a lot of ability, a lot of skill, a lot of creativity. Him and Cardi worked very well together as a, as a duo. Um, when people look back at the you know, last 30 years, Gainey very rarely gets a mention, but I think in any other time, people would have looked at him and thought, he's got, he's got a lot of ability there. Yeah, definitely. Gainey was, um, again, training every day. You can see the quality and the ability that... Um, that Gainey has or had or whichever um you know it's just you know obviously I'm away from the game now and I'm a lot more old in my head so looking back at that period I could maybe say um someone of Gainey's ability and um attributes maybe just wasn't consistent um and and you know that's maybe why a lot of players find that they're at the level where they're at um but again that's that's that may be sounding a bit critical or harsh, but you know I'm only saying looking at it from today's point of view as I am now. Back then, you knew he was just important. You want someone like Gainey on your team. Um, you want Gainey to, you know, set you up with with a little bit of quality, with a little bit of magic. He could produce a set piece delivery, something like that. You know, he you, again, you knew how how important he was for you and for your team as well. So he was a great guy to play with. He's always up for a laugh as well. One of the funny guys in the team, you know. Yeah, Jimmy Bullard obviously was someone that um, everybody uh, everybody knows. Was he your type of guy? Yeah. <laughs> nah, Jimmy's. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, even if you didn't like him, you would, because he would he would overcome your anger and his annoyance you just you can't beat him you you cannot beat him at anything you can't beat him at running you can't beat him in a challenge you can't beat him at golf you can't beat him at, at a, a slagging off match like you know he will absolutely bury you <laughs> in in from every angle um yeah listen i've got nothing but the, I, you mentioned the name i just laugh cuz he is probably the most charismatic person I've ever come across in the game besides Barry um, I've, I've not, I didn't play with Barry but I had him as a manager but no nah, Jimmy as a teammate and uh, yeah what a guy funny funny as did you, did closely you ever, followed behind Gilly <laughs> did, did you ever dare to, to go on a night out with Jimmy um, there wasn't much point really because Jimmy Jimmy couldn't drink <laughs> Yeah, but I think I think Jimmy Jimmy was the hooch man or the um, the Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> like I, I think I back myself on that as well. I know you, I remember you used to do a little a, a little trick with a pint glass. Give him a pint, he'll swing it without. Joey, go go and try it. So you try it, and he'll just you know you cut you cover yourself in the in beer or whatever or like you know. But um, yeah, he's full. He's he's Jimmy was full of it, man. Full of energy. Full of uh, full of the party tricks and everything, man. You know so. What a guy. 
you mentioned obviously when you came to the the, the end of your contract at, at Peachtree United. Did did you see that coming? Did you expect to leave at that point? Yeah, um, yeah. Again, I didn't want to. Obviously, um, you know, I'm not. Hindsight's a lovely thing, um, but I quickly realised that um, maybe my performances wasn't as what was expected, um, what was needed. Um, Got to be honest. I look again. I can say that looking at it now, um, on a performance level, um, Darren Ferguson brought a whole new different standard to to the club. Um, I was falling behind. Got to admit. Um, obviously, the chairman wanted new ideas, fresh ideas, and stuff like that, which is fine. Um, again, I had a I had an issue with. Uh, with uh, Mr. McAntony at the beginning, but again, that's probably that's probably my what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What's it? inexperience mm-hmm. or you know it, it may be ignorance. Um, uh, thought I could speak up for myself, um, so we didn't really see eye to eye um, in the beginning, which is I look back, it is fine. But you know, like I say now, I, you know, I think when I left. When did, we, when did I see him next? I can't remember when. We, but anyways, before we left, we didn't leave on bad terms. I've got to say that. Mm. And I'm fine with that. You know, I just thought, okay, cool. Um, like I say, personally, off the pitch, um, maybe a change was, was what was needed. Because, um, um, again, that started to creep into my performances, uh, my everyday training. Like I say, um, Darren helped me with that. Um, and was open and honest. We both were. Um, it's a shame, but this is football. Um, just because I like the club, I've been there for time, doesn't warrant me a, a place there, you know. So maybe a change was needed for everybody. So, um, like I say, thankfully the club, you know, shook my hands. Um, I wished them well. I wished nothing but good luck for them at the time. And um, yeah, I was just happy to see them, you know, progress even more where they should be, you know. So. So it's a difficult period, but it was one of them things in football. Do you look back on um, on your career and Peterborough, or whatever it may be, and think you said you said off, you said before we started this interview, it it, it seems that it, it, the the time is so short, and you probably don't exp- don't enjoy it as much as you possibly should. Do you look back on that now? Crazy, crazy. Um, <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. Obviously, the, the older the older you get, um, obviously your opinion you start to see the game differently yourself and you know some people catch it younger um but I think when I when I when I moved from Peterborough and um I had an experience of working with with, um, different managers and um so even though I was in the same club I had each coach and manager had all different ideas so you take all that knowledge as I got older when I left I took all of that with me and worked with somebody else and you know started to understand how they worked I had a similar period at Luton even though it was just for two years there was a lot of um there's quite a few changes in in that in those two years so so as I get older you just think okay okay what am I what am I bringing what am I thinking how can I help um what I think to the team and I've always been fairly outspoken anyway I'll speak up Mm. um but you know sometimes what the manager might say is not 
necessarily how you would think or your opinion. And that's, that's the game. Like, obviously, you've been there yourself now, Felice. The game is about opinions and how you want to influence the result, the day, the team, um, your, your, your targets, you know, how you affect it season by season. So it's just so much changes so quickly. How you adapt in those situations is how you survive, I think, through your career. Because you can't, you can't, you know, any, any advice I say to any youngsters, you can't get complacent. You know, you have to keep improving bit by bit, you know, to make sure you stay in that team, make sure you keep challenging yourself, make sure you want to keep aspiring to go further, you know. And, um, but, you know, father time catches up on you. And like how you say at the beginning, I was a winner, but then the pace just left me. <laughs> The face went, and as I had to sit further back a little bit, so just go back to my uh, defensive duties a little bit more. And finally, do, do you miss it? Do, do you wake up in the morning and, and feel there's a big gap there? Hundred um, <clears throat> percent. I retired. I retired about four years ago. I think it was maybe five, and um, it was that. Well, I say it was that bad or whichever. My old manager at Woking, Gary Hill. He just called me out of the blue, and uh, they they had got they had got a few injuries and like from the experienced players, and uh, <laughs> and he said, uh, "Nucci fit." I was like, "Yeah, I'm alright, ticking over." I've only just played like a couple of friends over Hackney Marshes, like kick about with my mates or whatever. Because I need you. Cool, I'm coming back. Like, you know what I mean, out of retirement, whatsoever. And I think yeah, I made a sub appearance for them, but. You know, gradually, like, I couldn't make training because of commitments. Um, you know, it's like they they would call me for one game. They didn't need me for the next game. I was just like, ah, I've got to, I've got to leave it. But I wish I stayed in touch. Um, so yeah, like I say, and then I went for a period of doing nothing for a couple of years. I just I took up boxing, uh, just training to um, to fill up my time. Um, but it's not the same. I, I, although I wanted a new challenge, it's not the same. I wanted to be around the lads. I wanted to touch a ball. I wanted to run around. I wanted to have a tackle. I wanted to shoot. I wanted to, do you know what I mean? I wanted to do something. Um, and it's only literally the last couple of years where I've settled into um, a vets team and, uh, and play when I can, basically. And that, that gives me my little buzz to look forward to on a Sunday morning. Um, that sets up my week then, do you know what I mean? I've had a game and uh, yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm a fan now. I get to go and watch West Ham play. Um, you know, I want to try and go and um, try and get up to Peterborough to be fair because um, Joe, Joe sent me a message about coming back to, to see, well, just, just catching up like a, a game and whichever. So, you know, I really want to make time to come and see you guys and, come and support Peterborough again. Um, yeah, and just see how, you know, um, how Max doing. Like, can't believe he's a, he's a coach. <laughs> but, you know, that's how, that's how things change in football. You know, he, um, someone that's well-respected at the club. And there's obviously, I only know Maka as a striker. I only know Maka as a Jack the Lad. Um, laugh every minute. to be. I want to see him how serious he is, you know? Because I can just, I can picture it. But I just can't put the two together, you know. So, um, 